Good evening, everyone. Good evening, good evening, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Porsche School podcast. It's Owner's Stories Day. It's Tuesday. Uh, for most of you, anyway, you see this on, you hear this on a Tuesday. Some people in the world, my uh, fellow Australians, hear it on a Wednesday, I think, but it comes up on a Tuesday. Uh, my name is Michael Bath. This is the Owner's Stories uh, series, I guess, or part of the Porsche School podcast. Those of you who have been here before know what it's all about. If you haven't been here before, welcome. Uh, and, you know, we've been doing these owner stories now for, well, 51 episodes. This is number 52. Um, and I think you might enjoy this one tonight. We have... Who do we have? We have Philip. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm, I'm losing my memory. We have Philip coming in. Uh, Philip is coming in from Belgium. Um, Philip's in Brussels, I believe. Uh, Philip would be the second person that I've had on Owner Stories from Belgium. I don't think there's been any more. Uh, John, John was from Norway uh, and Alan was from Belgium, from Antwerp. Uh, so this is our second, uh, our second Belgian Owner Story, so to speak, on the Porsche School podcast. So I'm running late and I keep saying this, but I am actually seriously running late today. I've had a very, very crazy day at work. Uh, it's becoming insane it's becoming absolutely insane and I'm struggling to keep my head on top of uh, on top of everything so I'm going to have a little bit of a relaxation period I'm going to have a chat for the next hour with Philip uh, Philip's coming in like I said from Belgium and Philip's going to join me in a second through zoom and we're going to talk about his Porsche cooled owner story Okay, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Owner Stories. Uh, I did a bit of an introduction before Philip came online, but now I am joined by Philip, and Philip's coming in from Brussels in Belgium. Welcome, Philip. Thank you for coming on Owner Stories tonight. Good evening. Uh, I'll just tell the listeners we've we've sort of gone around in circles. I, I cancelled on Philip. Philip cancelled on me, or Philip was sick. <laughs> so we've eventually met up. It's yeah. it's ten o'clock in the evening. Eventually. It's nine o'clock. Nine o'clock in Belgium. Uh, 10 o'clock in uh, Bahrain. Let's get straight into it, Philip, because uh, I want the listeners to see, hear your whole story because you have a 911 now and, they, and the listeners will know what it is because it's in the title. But it's not your first Porsche, so we've got a couple to get through. But we always like to start owner stories at the same point. We always like to start about where it all began, you know what I mean? Where it all began for you. And, um, you know, for me, it was later in life that I started getting into Porsches. Some people get into them very young in life. Some people have had the poster on their wall or the, the, you know, the toy or the Matchbox car or the Hot Wheels car. Um, how did it all start for you? Was it, was it something that you know, a relative had? Did a relative have a Porsche? Did your father or uncle or someone have a Porsche? Or is it something yep. that started late in life with you? Well, uh, actually, as long as I can remember, I'm... Uh I'm a car fanatic. Um, even when I was a little child, I, uh, I knew all the car brands, but, um, yeah, when I was uh, a little kid, it was the supercars of the nineties, um, Ferrari, Lamborghini. Uh, those were the things, uh, that were on the posters on my wall, but, um, Porsche started, I think I was around, I was nine or 10 years old. Okay. And um, my dad bought a Porsche. Okay. And that, yeah, that was when it started. So what did your dad buy? Um, he bought a black one. It was a, a G model, uh, okay. 3.2. But it had the it had the bodywork of the 964. Um, now people won't do don't do that anymore. But the, I, back then, um, yeah, then uh, the 964 was popular. So it had a rebuild. And, oh, um, it had a rebuild. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the car you have. That's the car you remember as a kid. This, this uh, yeah, G series yeah. rebuilt as a yeah, 964. Yeah, yeah. I remember it very well because uh, it's still driving uh, around in town. Oh, is it? It's still you still, still see yeah, the car. Yeah, still here, it's still here. Yeah. The the guy who bought it from my dad still has it. So you know the owner? You actually speak to the owner? Yeah, I don't know him personally, but I know who it is. That's it's that's funny. very cool, though, isn't it? I mean, that's something of your childhood, something of your upbringing. So, your dad was your yeah. dad. Do you does your dad have regrets in selling that car? Did he go on to other Porsches, or did no. he just like? Yeah, not? he he went on. Actually, I think my dad had a had a midlife crisis uh, <laughs> when he was twenty five until uh, until yesterday. Okay, <laughs> but, um, he had a lot of cars. Um, he had a 
that was before the Porsche. He had a Triumph Spitfire TR6. And then he had a Porsche, the black one. That was you know, that was the car that did it for me. But he sold it very quickly, and I remember then he had a, a, a green nine six four, a real one. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a green one, um, but it made a lot of noise. Okay. Uh, it was very, very, very loud. I think the the exhaust system was was not original. Was, so. Uh, did he buy that, Philip? Did he buy that new, or did he buy that? Was it that a used? No, no, no. I think it was the mid nineties. I think it, he was the second or third owner. I second don't know or third sure. owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that when you were? Was that when you were really young? How old were you when your dad had the had the second one? Was it something when you were mm. getting close to getting your license, or was it something you know? No, 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 not at all. I think I was ten years old, ten, eleven years old. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know why, but he quickly um, he quickly sold the cars after the 964. As I remember it, um, there was a blue TVR, okay. there was a Lotus Esprit. Wow! Um, yeah, the Lotus caught fire. The Lotus caught fire on the on the highway. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what Lotus was it? Sorry, Philip. What Lotus? It was a Turbo Turbo SE. Oh, right. Uh, right. 2.2, yeah, yeah a red one. And it burnt out, did it? Yeah, it burned out. Um, yeah, actually, the green one, the green Porsche that he... Sorry, sorry, yeah. Philip. Is it easy? Like the TVR, you said your dad had a TVR. Are there a yeah. lot of TVRs in, in Belgium? Because they're, they're, they're quite Not rare, aren't they? They're very rare. Yeah, they're very quite hard rare. to get a hold Not of. Not at all. It was a, a wedge model, a 350i. Uh, with the Rover uh, V8 in uh, in the front, it was a very special car, very light. But your dad's had German cars. He had the Porsche. He's had two Porsches, and he buys a TVR. The TVR wasn't always. I mean, they're they're a very interesting car, but they're not the best quality, are they? <laughs> no, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know why. Um, my dad is uh, has always been a, a handyman. He's uh, very good with. Uh, with wood and polyester, and um, he did some bodywork on it. He um, did the interior himself. Um, but I think I don't know. I have to ask him. But I think he could make make uh, a little profit by selling it quickly. So I think he did. And then um, I remember after the Esprit, then then I was then uh, I became fifteen or sixteen years old. So. Okay. That I, I remember uh, better than, uh, than than the other cars, but then he bought a 993 okay. and um, a, a blue one, right? And yeah, for real, that was uh, that, that that was a real dream car. Uh, he uh, had a big wing on it, uh, GT2 style. Okay. There were yes, um, Le Mans wheels on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, was yeah magnificent car. So did he have that? Did he have the 993 for quite some time? Did he keep it for a while, or did he sell it quickly like the other Porsches? I think he had a, he had it a little bit longer, but um, he started using it as a semi daily driver. Okay. Yeah, I I think he was uh, looking for more comfort when that car um, was sold. He bought a 996. Wow. Okay. So, so he was around 2000, I think. 2000, 2001. So your dad is going through every generation of the Porsche. He yeah, starts actually, at the G. He he's at actually. the G. The 964, the 993, the 996. Did he get a 997 after that or was that No, the no, no. It stopped, it stopped at the 996. It stopped um, at the 996. And then he, yeah. so he doesn't have a Porsche now? He, he's into other cars No, now? no, not anymore. Not anymore. No, no, no. So. Um, I think his car year stopped after the Porsche and. Then he went doing other things. He made small sailing boats. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I said, his uh, midlife crisis uh, <laughs> went on. <laughs> okay. So it's obvious, it's obvious to the listeners where your passion has come from when you start getting into your cars. It's obviously where your passion has come from. You know, you're, you're, surrounded by, yeah. you're surrounded by this car culture, aren't you? You're surrounded by your dad, mm -hmm. you know, buying these, you know, somewhat rare cars for, for any know? country, you know, TVRs, Lotus... Um, you know, and he's he's had so many generations of of the 911. It must be really, you know, it's in your it's it's part of your memory and it's part of 
Yeah, know. it's part of my childhood. It's part you of know, your childhood, having, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a little bit envious, actually. I think it would be, you know, fantastic well, if my, my dad had owned, you know, that many, <laughs> that many 911s. Yeah. I was, I was too young to drive them myself. The 996, I, I remember driving it once. Right. I just got my license, but a few weeks after it, after getting my license, he sold it. So, okay. You know, and then, then the, the dreaming started. And then the dreaming started. I was going to say that. Yeah. So, you know, your dad <laughs> sold his 996. There's no more Porsches in the family garage. You're getting to the age where you're starting to drive. Are there, before we get into your first Porsche, because you've had a few, were there any memorable cars during the period on the lead up to the Porsche? Or was it like some of us where priorities, <laughs> other things take priority or, you know, we get a company car. How did it all start? Was yeah. there any other memorable cars on the yeah. way to the Porsche? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. No, no, no. Um, after my dad sold uh, his, his, his black uh, 996, I got into college in my uh, studying years. And then uh, afterwards, I got my first job. Um, and together with the first job, I got a company car. And so yeah, there was no need for me to immediately buy something else. Um, my, wa- my wife uh, started working together with me. That's how life goes. You start, uh, you, you buy your first home, you buy your first house, and you start thinking about children. So for a long time, um, a hobby car, a sports car was, you know, was was not in the plan wasn't it not a priority priority. yeah it must be hard for you because you know you've been brought up with that car culture and you're driving company cars and most company cars are not that exciting right they're not they're not an exciting car it was a volkswagen (laughs) jetta was a volkswagen gold volkswagen uh, passat (laughs) so So, the the, the standard company cars uh, so so I, I bet after the years, you're, you're, you're waiting for that Porsche to come back into your life. You're waiting for that Porsche. So what, what's yeah. the first one? Tell the listeners, what you, when did it happen? How long ago did it happen when uh, you bought your first Porsche? It happened, um, actually, I was thinking about buying one yeah, quite long, obviously. Um, but it was until 2016, 17. Okay. I really started looking out for, uh, for a car. So... You know those websites? Um, yes. I was on them every day. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, look, looking out, uh, what are the prices? What can I get? Yes. But it was until 2018, um, my best friend, uh, Stan the Block, um, he's a, a car fanatic too. Right. A Porsche, a Porsche fanatic too. And um, yeah, together we were talking about getting a Porsche, buying a Porsche uh, quite long. And one day he calls me and says, um, yeah, I've done it. I, I bought one. Okay. <laughs> and I think that was um, the trigger for me too. Hey, yeah, you're talking about this so long. Yeah, why not get one? Uh, it's, we're young now. We can do it. Sorry, Philip. So you still have your company car? You still have that practical car, the company yeah, car? Yeah, of course. So you still it's have data. the car? Yeah. You still have that. So what do you start looking for? When you when your friend buys his Porsche, what do you start looking for? Do you think, okay, I'm going to go straight into I it? I was looking for a Porsche Boxster. Okay. Or a 944. Those were the two. I'm a fan of the underdogs. Yeah. And um, those two yeah, really are the neglected ones, I think. And um, they were uh, you know, financially possible, I would say it. Yeah, the price is slightly they, better. They fit my, uh, yeah. Did you find a Boxster that, that tempted you? Did you find a Boxster that you wanted to buy? Because I know you didn't end up with a Boxster, did you? No, I was looking for a Boxster and I went um, to see two cars. Um, but eventually I didn't um, buy them. Okay. Because uh, at the same time I was looking for a 944, a black one, right. a 944S. Okay. And... Um, I was going to buy that one, um, but then um, I don't remember exactly how, but a red one uh, popped up on the internet. Right. And um, yeah, I went looking to that car and I was, uh, yeah, I was sold. I had, to have, uh, I, had to have, I had to buy that one. Okay. So I canceled the black one and I bought the red one. Oh, okay. So before we get into that, what was it that changed your mind about getting a Boxster? Was it the price? Was it the reliability? Um, no, what? no, 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 no. Just um, 
Um, seeing in line four four and and driving one. Um, yes. Yeah, there was a connection. I don't know why, but uh, I loved it immediately. Okay. And, um, when the red one, uh, when I saw the red one, I think it was it was Gord's red. I saw possibilities, and yeah, I knew okay, this is going to be it. So what what made you, Philip? What made you decide um, to get the red one over the black one? Because you said you almost made a decision on the black one. The black one was yeah, a nine four four S. Was the red one an S as yeah. well? No, it was a two point seven. Two point seven. Okay. Um, yeah, they only made it in uh, eighty nine. Okay. Yeah, the color the color was beautiful. The interior was nearly perfect. There wasn't a lot of um, kilometers on the on the on the dash uh, on the counter. Okay. As I remember correctly, it was so, only one hundred and thirteen thousand, I think, which wasn't a lot for a nine four four, being almost thirty years old. Yeah, that's very good. That's very very low. So tell the listeners exactly what you bought. We know it's a 944. What year was it, did you say? The year and any options, uh, that, you knew, and any options that the car had on it that were kind of special that you remember? Um, the car was um, didn't have a lot of uh, options, actually. Um, it was a 2.7, like I said. Mm-hmm. Guards red. There was a radio inside. Mm-hmm. And I think that was it. It was very basic uh, 944. I liked it like that. Because it was light, there was, there was nothing, uh, no extras that I didn't uh, that I didn't need. Um, yeah, you had a, a stick, a steering wheel, an engine, and that was it. So you liked the idea of the S because of the the, the nine four four, the red one, because it was yeah, stripped back yeah. in a way. It was very pure. Yeah. It was very yeah. basic. Yeah. Was Did pure, you plan uh, pure nine four four? Pure nine four four. Yeah. Were you planning to do? Track days in that car was was the lightness no, the important all. thing, no. or you just it was just a car you're going to enjoy on the road? Yeah, yeah, just enjoying on the road. Um, no, I never been to the track with it, with the car. No, was when you bought that car? Did it have? Did the previous owner? So it was quite well looked after. Had the previous owner mm-hmm. put any other modifications on the car that you weren't so keen on that you didn't like, or was it pretty much pure and pretty yeah. much as from the factory? The only thing I changed uh, immediately was the rear bumper. Um, it had um, the the extra grill on the bottom. Oh, okay. I don't know if you know them, but I didn't like it at all, so I got it off. And then um, I did uh, I, not myself, but um, I did some mechanical works on it. Um, because of yeah, there was a the car had been still uh, standing still for uh, quite uh, some years. Oh, okay. So the um, the engine had a little bit of and it was in need of a little bit of TLC. Right. Um, and that was done immediately uh, when I bought it. Okay. And was that a was that a large cost for you? Was there a lot of was there anything majorly wrong with no, the car? No, no, no. There were no major issues. Um, some rubbers um, okay. were, were uh, broken. Um, the uh, fuel pump was changed. Um, yeah, new oil, new new uh, oil, of course. Yes, yes. And I think uh, some some basic maintenance. Um, that was it. So was it a car? Was it a, one of these Porsches that was in storage because the previous owner had a lot of other cars, or was it just a car that was in storage? That I had think been he forgotten? just forgot about it. Yeah, he <laughs> forgot about it. Really? Was a, an older guy. Um, yeah, he didn't uh, he didn't use the car a lot. Was in his garage, and uh, I bought it from him. So was that that was a local car that was close to where you live? Yeah, was it long, not yeah? far from me. No. All right. So we've got to come back now because this is your first one. This is the first Porsche mm-hmm. from you know from a kid. Uh, when you're a kid, you know you've got those memories. Your dad's Porsches. Your dad's car collection. What was it yep. like when you picked the car up? What was it like when you went for that first drive? Was it everything that you remembered what a Porsche was like? Or was it completely different now because it was yours? Um, it, was, it was different. Um, I was, was so happy to, to, when, when I made the first drive. I was very, very happy. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, of course, it was a transaxle, so you didn't have a, <laughs> the engine at the back like a 911. Yeah. So the um, the experience was different than uh, I remembered from my childhood, um, but I think that was logic. Um, but I liked it so much. Uh, immediately, I was um, 
I made myself a member of the Transaxial Club in Belgium. Okay. And um, they do uh, tours four times a year, five times a year. Okay. And the first time I did a tour with them, yeah, was that was perfect. Uh, driving on those little uh, little roads with yeah. a with a nine four four, yeah. Perfect. So how many how many miles did you put on the car before you decided to to sell it for something else? Um, I think I made four four to five thousand kilometers. Okay. And sorry, kilometers. Yeah. So how how long did you yeah, earn it for? No, how long did you earn it for? Uh, three years. Three years. Okay, so that's good. That's yeah. good. We've had a few. I've had a few people on owner stories who've had nine four fours. Obviously, I've had people with nine two fours. As we mentioned before, we started recording. Um, Alan from from Antwerp, who you're friends with, yeah. with his nine two four. I think he always wanted a nine four four though, didn't he? He actually wanted the nine four four, but he yeah. bought a nine two four. Yeah, but his is a little yeah. bit different because it's got the, the, uh, the you know, yeah. it's been outlawed, hasn't it? So, yeah, is yeah. that something you wanted to do to this nine four four when you bought it? Did you think about um, modifying it, or you just liked how it was just you know from the factory almost? I, I did a lot of things. Uh, I did a lot of mods, but not. Uh, I I like keeping it um, original. Okay. Um, or uh, the possibility to get it back to original, um, okay. um, not as uh, not not an outlaw, but um, for instance, I put uh, black uh, wheels on it. Yes. Um, the D uh, ninety uh, design okay. nice. from an S two car. So it was original Porsche, but it made a, made my car a little bit uh, yeah, more special. I did an, um, a Momo steering wheel. Okay. Uh, Jockey uh, That's almost uh, a necessity, uh, isn't it? The moment the steering yeah. wheel change is almost a necessity <laughs> on the nine four fours. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I did an uh, an exhaust switch. I put a car graphic exhaust on it. Oh, nice! They yeah. have great. They do great stuff, don't they? Car graphic. They yeah. Do very great stuff. stuff. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. It, it made a very nice uh, sound with the car graphic exhaust. Does that give you much more power in the nine four four? No, not, not at all. Not at all. No, I don't think so. No. Nothing. Um, but it's quite a lot lighter than the other than the standard exhaust, or is it? It's about the same weight. I think it was a little bit lighter, but yeah, I just wanted it because uh, it looked cool and uh, <laughs> it made it made a it made a very nice uh, sound. Uh, that was the thing I was looking for more sound uh, yeah. in the car. Yeah, that's yeah. important. It's definitely important. Yeah. Okay, so you don't have this car anymore. Um, no, Philip. So you you have this car. You this is your first Porsche. You're obviously enjoying it. You've been driving it quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was the one that caught your eye over the 944s. What was the reason in selling it? You just needed a change, or you wanted well, to go into a 911? No, I I kept it and I bought the 996. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bought the 99 the blue 996. I bought a year year and a half ago. Um, and I intended to to drive the car as a semi semi daily driver, and keep the 944 for the weekend trips, weekend drives. Okay. That was my plan. So what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened uh, a few months ago? It, I think it was uh, April. April. Yeah, it was one of those evenings when I was looking again at the the car website. <laughs> And um, I saw the silver 996 popping up. Oh, okay. Um, Let's stop for a second then. Let's just go yeah. back. So the and 996. Then everything's changed. That everything's changed. So that's the reason why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So the 996, you buy the 996 after the 944. What was the 996 mm-hmm. that you bought? Just tell the listeners what, what it was, what year, um, um, and what was special about it. It was in, in 89, Carrera 2, uh, 3.4. Um, a very early car. Sorry, uh, sorry, Philip. An eighty-nine or a ninety-nine? Ninety-nine. Uh, yeah, an eighty-nine. It was from January eighty-nine. Uh, sorry, ninety-eight. I'm sorry. Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. <laughs> eighty-nine <laughs> was a nine-nine-four. Uh, ninety-eight, of course. It was a okay. very early car. Ah, first gen. Um, it was from yeah, first gen. Um, on the on some pieces in the car, there was it was labeled that it was produced in nineteen ninety-seven. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, it was very early car. So these are the lighter cars, aren't they? The the first ones in '98 were very yeah. light. Were lighter. And they have the mechanical, the mechanical um, gas, uh, yeah, yes. the gas cable. 
uh, not the e-gas uh, yeah. you see on the later cars. And yeah. I know a lot of people say they're better, aren't they? I've had you know I've had James at Porsche Platz on on uh, owner stories from Melbourne in Australia, and he quite liked that. I remember him saying he quite liked the '98, the first 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 version. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine, um, but I I cannot uh, I I don't have a later car, so yeah, I cannot yeah. compare them. Um, yeah, it was a good car. I used it. Uh, what made you decide on that? Sorry, Philip. What made you decide on that 996 on the blue one? What was it that that made you want that one? Um, the color, again, the color, okay. and it was a 996, like my, like my dad had. So uh, I made decisions very quick. I saw I saw a car, and uh, I met with the owner, Yuri. He's a friend of Alan too. Okay. Um, yeah, I think. Two days later, I was the owner. So when you buy these cars, you know I always like to talk about on owner stories and on the podcast, I always like to talk about the sort of checks you do, the things you check over on these cars to make sure that, you know, you're not going to be Mm -hmm. too much out of pocket. Do you do any checks when you buy these cars or are you trusting it because it is a friend of Alan's or it's a friend, you know, someone that that you know? Um, My, um, the most important thing is that I have a connection with uh, the seller. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not the guy that uh, checks every detail on the car, although I know the things to check. Um, but yeah, this car was okay. It had uh, the IMS done, obviously. Yes. Um, new tires on them. Um, it was encoded, the uh, yes. N Very important. Uh, type. Of, yeah. <laughs> so I knew, yeah, it was a. Uh, I. I understood it was taken care of. Uh, okay. There was taking uh, well the, the previous owner yeah, was looked after. The car was looked after. Um, yeah, I bought it. and uh, Was that a low mileage car, Philip, or was it a high mileage car? Um, around 150,000 150, kilometers. 150,000 kilometers. Okay. Yeah. So it's medium sort of range. There's, there's medium, higher. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, there's higher 996s, higher mileage 996s out there, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So how was the experience then? You've come from the 944. Um, your dad had a 996. That was the last Porsche that he owned. How yep. was the, the driving? Just tell the listeners the driving experience from the 944 that you had into your 996 because you owned them at the same time for a short period yep. there. Short period, What's yeah. How was the driving experience between the two? Which one did you prefer and, and what were the key th- – was there anything, a key difference that you noticed? Well, they were both uh, very different, huh? Uh, the 994 was the car to do the trips, to do the, the small roads, um, because yeah, it, it performed well at low speeds, okay. I, I think, I guess. And the 996 was, um, yeah, was a perfect car to use as a, a daily driver, um, to go to work, to go pick up the children. Um, yeah. So it was just... Because it was newer, it was better, it was modern, or because it was a 911, you think it was just better? I don't think it's better. You don't think I it's think, better? Um, no. I think every model in the, Polo, in the in the Porsche range, they all have their um, pros and cons. Okay. And um, they're, at, at the time, they were all important for uh, getting Porsche where they are right now. Exactly. Um, so I don't think a 994 is, is less or more than a 911. Okay. They're great cars. Uh, every model, I, I, that's my opinion. Um, but the 996 was a, a very comfortable car to drive daily. Um, it had uh, some modern uh, things, uh, yeah, working air conditioning, yeah. <laughs> uh, a good radio. <laughs> if you drive it daily, that's important. And uh, of course, the... Yeah, the sound was completely different. I like them both. I like them both. So, did you do a lot of trips in the 996, or was that only not a lot? Not a lot. lot. Um, The plan, my plan, was to keep them both. Um, But yeah, the 996, the blue one, wasn't. uh, I sold it very quickly. Um, I only had it one year, I, I think. Yeah. So you had it for one year. So is this because you're you're yeah. like all of us? You got that bug. We're looking. We're always searching for something better. We're <laughs> yeah. searching for something better, which is always more expensive. 
Um, we mm-hmm. all we're we're not all millionaires. We don't have you know all these funds to use for the for the next one. Um, yeah. You know, and I think you know I think the the nine four four and a nine nine six or even a nine four four and a nine nine seven. I think they're a really good combination. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I really like the nine four four, and I know people say I'll get the S or you know get the turbo or whatever. But you know, yeah. I've, but I've yeah. read things and and hearing it from you and hearing it from other owners as well. I, I think you know. Having that and having something else, I think it sort of covers, you know, it covers all bases, don't you think? It covers sort of both ends of the spectrum. And I like what you said, you know, one's yep. not more important than the other because when they came out, they were all important, weren't they? They were all important yep. for Porsche. Um, and that's where Porsche has become where it is today. Yeah. Yep. So tell me the story when you're, when you're sitting at home and you've got your 996 and 944 in the garage and then you start looking <laughs> online and you go, yeah. okay, Maybe yeah. I need something a little bit better. I, I wasn't looking for something new, but <laughs> I was just checking out what was going on with the prices of the 996. You know, on all kinds of websites, they were telling prices go up, prices go up. Yes. Buy them now, buy them now. Um, just I was just curious, looking for you know what's on the market right now in the, yeah. the 996 um, range. And um, I saw this uh, silver uh, 996, yes. um, and it was um, advertised as a Carrera. Um, but it had a TT3 body kit. Yeah, the um, you know there were um, there were Carreras that, that had the, the Aero kit. Yes. Um, so I thought it was one of them, uh, one of those cars. Um, then I, I started looking closer on the pictures, and I. I, I thought it was a GT3, but okay. it wasn't advertised as a GT3. Really? Um, yeah. It was so advertised we, as a Carrera. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is a private seller. Yeah, yeah. It was a private seller. So they didn't realize what they had. <laughs> what? Right? No, no, no. They realized what they had. That, that's that's sure. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know why it was in the Carrera um, range. It was advertised, and um, I called the owner, and um, I said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Can I can I come and uh, have a look? Can we can we make a test drive?" Yes. But it it wasn't the owner of the car. It was his son. Okay. So it was the dad who was uh, selling his Porsche. Okay. Uh, so I got the number from the dad, and then um, we made an appointment. Um, and yeah, I went uh, to see the car, okay. and yeah, then uh, I was uh, all right. I so was immediately in love. <laughs> when I you're in it, love. Uh, so is this another is this another situation, Philip, where you where you like the people that are selling it? You you relate yeah, to the people much, who are selling pretty it. Pretty much. So the first time I went to see the car, I talked with uh, with him. I think two hours, two and a half hours. Okay about cars, about what he owned uh, in, uh, in the past. His son was a Formula 3 uh, pilot. Oh, okay. Uh, when he was young. Yeah, all kinds of stories. Um, very interesting. Um, so did he have other Porsches or was this his only one? No, he, before he had a 356. Okay. Um, yeah, he had a Ferrari... Um, 360 Stradale. Okay, so very car guy. Uh, Absolutely, yeah, that's a beautiful car. A real car guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is this is in your area again. It's cl- reasonably close by to where yeah. you live, right? It's not yeah, far away. Very close. So you can go. You know, you've got the benefit where you can go and, like you said, chat with the owner, uh, chat with the owner's son. You know, get to know them, get to know the car. So this is another car where you don't say, okay, I need to get, I need to call my Porsche center and get them to do an inspection. You don't do an inspection, right? No, um, no, I didn't. Um, but he, um, you know, the car, the, the, he was the first owner. So he bought it in 2001 oh, okay. at uh, the Belgian uh, auto Salon. Auto show. Uh, how okay. do you say that? Yeah, yeah. Auto show. So he uh, was the first owner. Yeah, auto show. Okay. That's, yeah, he was the first owner, and that's a plus. Um, yeah, yeah, very, uh, very big plus. He even had the uh, original invoice. Oh, fantastic! Still in Belgian uh, francs. 
Wow. So before so, the before the Euro. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's great. And so, um, it, it was, I think, 40, 45 invoices. Wow. The complete history of the car. Everything. Okay. So a real enthusiast. He's had a lot of good cars. So it's you trust yep. the seller. You trust the seller, as we always say, and you buy the seller and you, you, know, you, you take the car. Tell the listeners, Philip, tell the listeners exactly what this car is. Tell the listeners the options that you know of um, and everything about the car. So it's an, uh, an uh, original uh, GT3 996, the Mark uh, One model uh, out of 2001. Um, the options installed were just the radio, mm-hmm. and it ha- it has the um, the bucket seats, the Recaro oh, nice. bucket seats. Yeah, yep. nice. Um, and the rest is completely original and standard. Completely standard apart from that. Okay. So yep. this, so the guy that owned it, he's owned it since new. He bought it brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got all the records. It sounds like a really good version. How many, so how many kilometers did it have on the car? Had he driven it a lot? Yeah, a lot. Uh, really? 215,000. 215,000. Okay. Yeah. Some... And uh, it was always... Sorry, Philip, you bought this car what year? This, in 2020 or 2019? 20. 20, no, uh, last April. Oh, last April. 21. Yeah. I oh, have so it 21. Year now. Yeah. Okay, so it's a 20-year-old car and he's done, yeah. he's, he's driven it, he's enjoyed it. He's enjoyed yeah, it, but he's he also looked it after it, right? He's maintained yeah. it. Yeah, I think um, it's, um, the suspension got changed uh, twice. Uh, the clutch changed uh, twice. Okay. Uh, every year, the maintenance done to it. Um, yeah, it's, actually, it's in very, very good uh, condition. Nobody believes me if I say uh, how many uh, kilometers he uh, he did. <laughs> so, yeah. when you saw the ad, and you saw the ad, like you said, it was advertised as a Carrera, and you realized, hang mm-hmm. on, this is not this is not a Carrera with an Aero kit. This is a GT3. Did mm-hmm. the ad state the kilometers in the ad? It stated yeah, how many? of course. Yeah, okay, but when did that, at any point in time, though, did that, did that worry you? Did that scare you away? And did you think, no, well, maybe I shouldn't buy this car? No, not at all. Because it's, if, if it was a GT3, it, uh, it had the Mazgur engine. Yes. And, um, yeah, they're quite solid, as we know. Yes. Um, so if the maintenance was done correctly, um, yeah, it was safe, in my opinion. Okay, so you, you bought the car in April. Um, mm-hmm. It's silver. It's a great color. It's a 996.1 GT3. So the previous owner had put no other mods on it. He hadn't modified the car no. in any way. No, no exhaust, no, no, no separate not exhaust, nothing else. No, not a, nothing. Uh, uh, no, he kept it completely original. So what are your plans for the car? Are you planning um, to do anything to it? Yeah. <laughs> the first thing I did was remove the, the um, yeah, did a, a central console delete. Okay. Yeah, that's a nice yeah, thing um, to do, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it makes the a, a, a nicer look. You have more space for the legs, and um, yeah, I did it with the central console part. Yes. Um, and I um, installed an extra. Uh, 12, 12 volt um, connection okay. um, at the bottom. Um, that's what I already did, and I put new tires, uh, yeah, new uh, Michelin tires on it. Cup tires? Uh, yeah, mm, cup tires, the cup Pilot Sports. Pilot okay. Sports. Yeah. All right, let me just tell the listeners why you're talking about it because just so they can see it, the listeners sometimes like to follow along. So your Instagram is j.low underscore gt3, right? j.low yes. underscore gt3. Yes. So go and have a look yes. at Philip's uh, Instagram. Give him a follow as well when you're there. Um, and you'll see he's got his red 944 on there, which is obviously the, the mm-hmm. next owner that you've seen the image, I'm guessing. And then you've got your, uh, your silver gt3. Mm-hmm. Driving experience. I mean, you, you know, you've gone up the ladder very quickly, you know, and every model is different. You're in a 944, the transaxle. Mm-hmm. You, then you're in a 996, you know, you're in a 996 base mm-hmm. Carrera. 
and then you mm-hmm. jump to the GT3. So you're at the bottom and you're at the top of that whole <laughs> um, that whole range, right? Apart yeah, from the turbo, yeah. you know, you could have gone into a turbo with the Metzger as well. Yeah. But you're in the mm-hmm. GT3. Driving impressions, Philip, between the 996 and the 996 GT3. Uh, the 996, the, the Carrera, um, I think you... You can drive it uh, quickly, like uh, easily. Uh, there's no learning curve. Uh, the GT3 has a learning curve. Okay. And I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm planning to do some um, driving experience on uh, on track uh, with an instructor. Um, I'm trying to get to know the car better. It's it's only as a ABS, so yes. Um. A little bit more, uh, you know, just, uh, how do you say it? Nervous? So you've been I'm not ner- driving it quickly yet. I'm not driving it quickly okay. yet. Uh, That's interesting. Quickly, so you're playing, it, you're playing it safe. So Yeah, I'm playing it safe. So you bought it from this guy. He's owned it for 20 years. You pick it up, you know, you... So you've already sold. So you sold the 944. Yeah. We didn't get the past that. You sold the, the 904 and the 996. Yeah. How did you sell them? Did you sell them really quickly? Had oh, you already quickly. bought the, yeah, nine, then, the GT3? Uh, I bought the GT3. And the 996 was immediate, uh, immediately sold to my cousin. Okay. My cousin was looking for a Porsche uh, too. And uh, when he heard about the GT3, he said, yeah, okay, uh, I'll buy your uh, 996. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Carrera, yeah, and then the nine nine four four. I was planning to keep it, but um, I put it on a on a selling website. Yes, um, and I think it was for sale two months. Okay, and then this guy from uh, the other side of Belgium came, um, and he was looking for uh, his first uh, Porsche. But he was a big fan and a personal friend of Shakik. Okay. And um, because of the steering wheel I had in the car, he, uh, I think he was attracted to it. And uh, eventually he, uh, he bought it. So when you, when you sell, you don't have to disclose money here, but when you sell a 944 and a 996 Carrera, is that enough to get you into the GT3? Yeah. It was? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was. Um, wow. Okay, I thought you were going to say no. Uh, small, small, <laughs> yeah, no, it was a small difference, but not a lot. Um, okay, yeah. that's interesting. Because we all know, like, you know, you bought this in April. And prices, even mm-hmm. since April, I don't know what the prices are like in Belgium, but prices since April worldwide, it seems 996s are on, they're on the rise. Yeah, and GT3s, they're on the rise. GT3s mm-hmm. are very, very, uh, 996 GT3s, 0.1s and 0.2s, uh, you know, getting very expensive getting very expensive yeah but uh, there there's some difference on in the selling prices um i think i yeah i did a good deal with the owner okay um he saw i wanted the car we had a connection and uh yeah we made a good deal um okay. he had another buyer coming um it was a collector collector car collector and uh he preferred me because uh, he knew I was going to drive the car. Yes. And not um, put it in a garage. Yeah, uh, which is somewhere. what he did. You know, which is what he yep. did for those 20 years, yep. didn't he? He drove it and enjoyed it. Yep. Um, yep. It, it's great because, so, you know, a lot of GT3s don't have high high kilometers, do they? A lot of GT3s, no, they are, they're they always under 100,000 kilometers. They've got like 80 yep. or 70 or 60, yep. you know, that's probably about the highest. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to see this guy's really, really enjoyed it. So what are you planning to do? What are you planning to add to the GT3? Because you said you've got plans. What, what, are there any other plans? You've changed the tires. Um, mm-hmm. Everything else is um, okay? The suspension, well, how it travels? Is there anything you want to improve? Yeah, the suspension is still in good shape. Um, it had a new clutch uh, two years ago. Um, the gearbox is good as well. Um, the engine, I did a, a maintenance. I, um, last May, okay. Uh, I I got it checked uh, after I bought it. Um, it was in very good shape. There was nothing to that I have to change uh, immediately. Um, maybe a new start, a 
larger um, in the future. Okay. But um, I'm yeah, starter motor. Yeah. I'm uh, but I'm dreaming of uh, a set of uh, Fuchs uh, Fuchs wheels. Really? For the GT3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Fuchs wheels a lot. I I know some people hate them, but you know I like them. Uh, because I don't know if you know them. The, but, uh, some people put the BBS on the on the 996, right? BBS wheels. It has. It had. I mean, um, now the BBS is. The original BBS uh, version on factory the, ones, on yeah. the car, huh? yeah, yeah, the factory ones. I like those wheels. Um, me too, but I like the Fuchs more. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. that's not that's not that common to put Fuchs on a on a GT3, is it? You know, not many people no. put Fuchs on a GT3, so it's going to be quite unique no. when you do that. Maybe that's why. But, uh, yeah, you like how it's a bit I like different. Them. I don't know if you know the. Um, the guys from uh, the UK, uh, CR, uh, oh, yes. they make the special Carreras. Yeah, 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 I do. Um, RSR, is it RSR? Uh, I yeah, do, actually, I do. Like yeah, they do all the parts for the CSR, 996. And CSR. CSR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do yeah. some really good stuff. Yeah, and they, um, all their cars have uh, Fuchs on, on, the, on the car. Uh, and uh, I True, like it a they lot. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like the Fuchs as well. I like the Fuchs. I like the Fuchs on the mm. 997, actually. Um, you know, I yeah. was tempted to get another pair of wheels for my 997 and get the and get that, you know, the Fuchs sort yeah, of okay. small classic type wheels because I always think they look um, pretty special. Um, but they almost always mm. need a ducktail. I mean, you've got the wing, so it's okay, but the Fuchs always go yeah. well with the ducktail, don't they? Yeah. But uh, I want, if I change the wheels, they have to be um, the same spec as the original ones. Yes. Yeah, so it's uh, eight difficult, uh, though, right? in front and ten in the back. Yeah, and the the Fuchs are exactly the the right um, right size. Are they? Yeah? The, yeah. the, the right, right size. Offset, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the well, right that's size good. and the right offset. Yeah. So you've got a GT3. Um, I you said you want to do some driving. You know, start to sort of get your driving skills better um, because mm-hmm. you know the cars are. Harder, not harder to not hard to handle, but you know you wanted to get more comfortable with it. Are you yeah, going to plan? Yeah. Are you got a GT3? A lot of people do track days. Are you tempted to do track days, or that's not something you're interested in? Maybe, but um, I think I will be will be afraid to <laughs> yeah to, to, to break something. To, I would uh, be. I would be. Yeah, <laughs> me too. So yeah, you can you can take some private lessons, uh, take some. Uh, courses to, to try and get it uh, into oversteer um yeah just basic driving skills so since you've had the gt3 since april have you had mm-hmm. any occasions on on the fun roads near where you live have you had yes. any occasions well, where you've got can. a little bit scared where something happened where you thought you know you've lost the grip or anything like that or everything's no. been okay Everything's been okay. Um, last weekend, I did a tour in uh, the coast side in Belgium. Um, beautiful trip with some friends, uh, together with my cousin, with the 996, the okay. blue one. The front bumper touched the the ground oh, really? a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's a big difference with my 994. It was a little bit raised and... Uh, Right, because the night the GT3 is quite low. So, would you yeah, be tempted? Yeah. Would you be tempted to get you know KW springs or get the lift kit you know put into the car, or you you don't think you really need it? I don't think I really need it. Um, yeah, and also yeah, in Belgium there are um, some regulations. Oh, you okay. cannot change uh, everything on the car. Oh, that's so right. So if you change the suspension. It has to be with original parts or the same spec as the original parts. That's right. Alan was telling me that. Option, yeah, yeah, yeah that's very complicated, isn't problem. it? Yeah, it seems very complicated, yeah. very strict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is the car... I know guys, uh, before they get their technical inspection, are uh, changing two days <laughs> every piece on the I car. I remember that story, yeah. And then you have change, to change it back, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, know, yeah, that's, yeah, crazy. Yeah. that's crazy. That's um, crazy. So... The front, the front hits, right? But the, your car is mm-hmm. riding at the standard ride height for a 996.1 yeah, GT3, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a standard yeah, ride height, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me about, you know, you, you obviously go on a lot of drives. Tell me about this, this um, that you put in your Instagram, this 
Belgian or cooled group. What is that all about? Oh, that's that's um, the guy who uh, who sold me the the blue Carrera, yes. Yuri. Um, we were talking about uh, Porsches and uh, all the different cars they've made. Yeah, you don't have a lot of clubs in Belgium um, where everybody's welcome, where everybody's invited. Right. So you have uh, the classic club in Belgium, but uh, your car has to be 30 years old or more. Okay. You have the Transaxle Club, but uh, those guys are not very keen on 911, uh, obviously. <laughs> Um, so we started talking about uh, wouldn't it be uh, cool to have a to have a group uh, together with uh, Porsche enthusiasts um, with all the different cars they've uh, you know um, and then we started a WhatsApp group. Okay. Um, we called the group um, Belgian Alcult uh, Grouper. Yeah. And um, yeah, a lot of guys uh, entered the group. And um, we did the first trip together to the happening in uh, Holland. Yes. Um, Pure. Uh, yeah, it's a happening for 3,000 cars, I think. Um, and we, we met each other at a gas, a gas station. Yes. And then we, uh, yeah, we entered together to the, to the, to the meeting. Okay. Um, yeah, it was fun. We had all car. How long is cars. that drive? I'm not familiar. How long is that drive from from Brussels to Holland? Mm, well, it's not far. One one hour, one oh, hour one and hour. a half. Okay. Yeah, it's not so not so far. Um, but we had uh, all kinds of cars: nine two eight, nine nine six, nine eight six, nine four four, nine two four, nine nine seven, nine six four. Yeah. So it's a group for we, all Porsches, all Porsches. So you're yeah, going to you're going to yeah. regularly do these drives, you're going to organize drives and meetups well, in We're planning to do something. Um we're planning to 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 um to do an autumn trip. Okay. Um um for uh, who's interested in in, in doing a trip together. And then next year we will see uh, maybe we'll make it a real club. Okay. Um and we we start doing uh Cars and coffee, or more great. trips, or yeah, great doing idea. events together. Yeah, um, but that's in the future. We yeah. See. So, but but there's a pretty strong car culture in Belgium, right? There's a there's a strong car culture, yeah. and and people are still modifying cars even though they have those regulations. But there's yeah. not a lot of there's yeah. not a lot of Porsche like just. What about the Porsche clubs? The actual official Porsche clubs are they a bit boring or they don't exist? No, they exist, but. It's um, the, the official Porsche Classic Club in Belgium um, originated from a 356 club. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they only allow um, mm. uh, cars so that are old-timers in Belgium, so they have to be 30 years old or more. Right. So even 993s are not allowed in the club okay. uh, to participate in the events. Um, yeah. Wow. I think I think they, they they they're doing it wrong because yeah. nine nine trees, uh, yeah, yeah, it's I'm not right. It's not, not right. It's a good yeah. idea though what yeah. you've done. Belgian or cooled group. Anyone in Belgium who's listening can uh, they can just go to the Instagram, <laughs> right? It's on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yep. Check it out. Hey, um, so you know, like before, you had the nine four four and the nine six six, and you put them together, and you got your GT three. Now you got your GT three. Mm -hmm. Is that it? You've stopped looking. There's no more Porsches. <laughs> this is it, right? Yeah. You stopped. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to stop looking. Um, <laughs> I'm planning to keep this car um, sometime. Um, but yeah, never say never. Yeah. So if you're planning to keep that car, Philip, mm -hmm. if you were going to add another Porsche to your garage, would you mm -hmm. go back to the 944 and add a 944? Or is there something else that you think Wow, that that Porsche would be a great car to complement my GT3. Nine two eight. Nine two eight. Nine two eight or nine five one. And the nine four four turbo. Um, I think uh, that are great cars to add to the GT3. Which nine two eight? Just the standard or the nine two eight S or? The nine two eight S. The before the facelift. 
Um, I think the, the first 928 yeah. looked amazing. Um, so what year was that? PS4 is not really my cup of tea. What year 928 would that be? Is that like an 80s? Um, yeah, beginning of the 80s. I think they did the facelift in... Because there was a 78, right? The first one was 78, yeah. Yeah, first one was 77 in Belgium. So yeah. the car of the year uh, in Europe. And then they changed to the S4 in 86 or 87. I don't know for sure. What's the general um, thing, though? Do you know much about you know the difference between a 928 and a 944? Is there... Is one more reliable than the other? Like, you know, a lot of listeners that listen to the podcast, people are trying to, there's, a, there's a quite a lot of people who haven't, they haven't got a Porsche yet, right? And they're trying to get into the into the brand. And obviously we always say the Boxster, Philip, because the Boxster is at a good yeah. price. And we used to say the 996 Carrera, but depending on the market you're in, the 996 Carrera is, is jumping up very quickly as well. The 944 and the 928, there's still good prices there on 924s, 944s, 928s, right? They're still out there if you, if you search. Which one do you think yeah. out of the transaxles? And I know you've only had the 944, and Alan, who's been on before, who's your friend, he's had a, you know, he's got the 924 outlaw. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think is is a, is is the pick of the, those transaxles? Difficult, difficult for you, question. For you, though, what would you think? Difficult question again. And then um, there's a 968. We didn't talk about the 968 either. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, the 968's a bit like the forgotten one, isn't it? Yeah. But they're, they're not a lot of them. Huh? They only made uh, the 968 for three years, uh, I think. See, see I um, would say the 944. I don't know about reliability, but I would say yeah. out of those three, I would still say if I had a choice between, even though I really love the 928 shape, I really do love the shape. But I think if a, really, then, if a 944 came around, you know, a good 944, I think it's not as fussy, you know what I mean? It's not as like, Grand Tour yeah. kind of thing. I think yeah. I, would, I would still more so go with the 944. The 928 is a real GT car. Absolutely. Um, Beautiful car, though. But it's, it's, it's a lot uh, more complicated than a 944. Exactly. Uh, in my opinion, I'm not a technical or mechanical yeah. guy. But, but I like the 928, but it has, it, uh, has to have the, the manual gearbox. Yes. A 928 with a manual gearbox with a dog leg. Uh, uh, it's a dog leg uh, gearbox. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's it's completely different um, experience um, to to uh, to another medic. Uh, 928. Yeah, and 928s uh, 928s in manual. There's not as many of them, is there? A lot of the 928s no, no. were auto. A lot of people spec them in auto. I've driven one. I've driven one. Oh, have yeah, you? I've driven one. Yeah, yeah. It's special experience. You have a big V8 in front of you yep. and a manual gearbox. It feels more um, sporty than a, than a standard uh, automatic gearbox. That, okay. That's a real cruiser, a real uh, GT car. Yeah, a manual 928. Um, no, that's, so what that's, it, I think. that's the next one on the list. That's the one that could go with the GT3. <laughs> the GT3 stays <laughs> in the garage, but that could be yeah. the one. All going well. The, the, I hope my wife is not uh, <laughs> listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. We still have to look. We still have to look. Even though you've got it, you know, yeah. the nine, nine, you know, you know, I love the nine nine six GT three, nine nine six or nine nine seven. You know, I love both of them. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a great, it, you know, it's a great car. And I think, you know, even though you had, you know, a Carrera and a nine four four, you had a, you know, a two car, a two car Porsche garage. Um, it makes sense that you traded up to get the GT3, you know what I mean? Like it is, mm-hmm. it's what we're all searching yeah. for. You know, everyone on owner stories, everyone wants a turbo or GT3. Yeah, but I have the feeling the GT3 is still giving me, um, I have a learning curve to yes. to, to do. And uh, every time I uh, go for a, a spin, I get completely excited out of the car, you know? <laughs> yeah. The, the 944, um, didn't give me the same, the same emotions, the same, same feeling, um, yeah. the same feelings anymore. The same feeling, yeah. Um, the sound of the GT3, there's no soundproofing. Yes. You hear everything. Yes. Uh, direct contact to the road. It's a completely different uh, experience, and I think that was yeah, together with the history, together with the 
the, the, the seller, the connection with the seller, that was the trigger to buy the GT3. Oh. Um, so no regrets. You're happy. With, you're happy that you did it. No. Yeah, I have no regrets. Only last weekend when I did the tour, uh, I was thinking about the, the, the 944 because uh, okay. I was not uh, driving as carefully as I, as I do now with the GT3. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. But, um, but you've yeah, only had I'm it for a short period. Like you said, you've got to get used to it, right? Yeah. You have to get comfortable yeah. with the car. Um, yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Philip, we're getting near the end of the podcast and I know you've talked about mm-hmm. how you like to go on drives and you do these drives with, uh, you know, with the, um, with the group that you've set up, mm-hmm. Belgian mm-hmm. or cool group. If someone's coming to Belgium or someone's coming to somewhere near Belgium, what are the sort of roads that you would say, bring your 911 or bring your Porsche on? What are your favorite roads? What would you, what would you suggest? Um, there are a lot of, um, beautiful B roads in Belgium. Um, I prefer the, um, the region uh, of uh, Iper, okay. known for the First uh, World War. Okay, uh, yes, you yes. can you can drive uh, very beautiful roads, and you um, you see all the, the cemeteries uh, okay. of all the the foreign uh, countries. Um, yeah, I think that would be it. Are you are you planning? Are you personally planning to take your GT3 to um, to Nurburgring, to Nordschleife, or anything like that? No. Is that no. something that you aim to do? Like go to Germany no. and, and take the car back to Germany? No. I, I, I would uh, I would go to Germany. That's uh, that's not an issue. But I won't uh, go on the Nurburgring with the car. I think if you're not a professional driver. See a lot of fails on the Nurburgring too. <laughs> yes, I have seen of them. guys who think they're professional drivers and then they, yeah, they lose it and the car is uh, totally, uh, yeah, yeah, it's totaled. Yeah, no, not my cup of tea. Play it safe. I love to watch, but um, I'm carefully with it. Yeah, yeah, I like to watch as well. I like to watch. Careful when, with it. I mean, there was one guy that I used to watch. Um, I think it's his YouTube name is. I think it's dash dash dot dot or something or slash slash dot dot yeah have you know that guy yeah. and yeah, he does this, he does he had i think originally he had i think he's got a gt3 rs now and he's driving videos on on that on the yeah. they're really enjoyable yeah, to watch same. i mean i like watching other yeah. people to do it i'm the same i if i had a gt3 yeah. i would not take it on a track i would just drive it on mm-hmm. you know the windy roads and enjoy it for what it yeah. is you know yeah. and the best mm-hmm. thing about a gt3 and you know, even Steve, you know, he's got the nine nine seven point one GT three. Um, you know, we, you, you know, you can drive it slow, or you can drive it fast. You know, it still, it still is an experience. It is a completely, mm-hmm. you know, getting out of my nine nine seven Carrera and getting into a GT three. And once you sit in those seats, you know, once you sit in the lightweight buckets or the the Recaro buckets in yours, it's a completely mm-hmm. different feeling, isn't it? It's like you're transformed. Yeah. It's like okay, here we are. You know what I mean? You're connected. You're glued to the car. You're it, Exactly. You're exactly. in it. Yeah. You're in it. Yeah. Yeah. Philip, we're at the end. We've gone a little bit over time. That's already been over an hour. So yeah. thank you so much. Is there anything? Already? Yeah, we're already there. Quick, isn't okay. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else before we go? Uh, is there anything else you want to share with the listeners before we go about your, uh, your cars? Oh, not your really. Passion? I think um, I'm, I'm a Porsche enthusiast. And I think uh, the most important thing is to enjoy the car and, um, yeah, to, to look at the history of Porsche and be proud of uh, every kind of Porsche uh, model they've made if you own them, if you own one of them. Yeah, I think that's why I started the Belgian Alcool group together with Yuri. We love them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's a good way to be. That's a good way to be. Yeah. But I think it's great what you said before, and I think the listeners will too. You know that how you've got that that connection that you want. You know what I mean? It's, and you know owning mm-hmm. a owning a Porsche, no matter what it is. You know what I mean? We all connect with each other, whether it's through you know, Instagram or podcasts or drives or whatever. You know what I mean? It's that connection. And yeah. I like how you said about when you when you're buying from someone and you have that connection and you feel you know, you feel safe in 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 
handing over your money and taking this car and continuing that journey, you know, the story of the car. Like your yeah. GT3 has got a great story. The guy owed it, owned it for 20 years. You know what I mean, Philip? He's owned it for 20 years and now you're enjoying mm-hmm. it. It's, yeah. That's what's great about That's what's great about the brand. Kind of special. You don't see a lot of GT3s with only one owner. The, no. They two, three, four owners are, are normal. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He must have, um, I mean, you spoke to him for some time, right? He must have really loved that car. He must have really yeah, loved that car. He, uh, he took the car um, when his son was driving in the Formula 3 championship. Yeah. He, um, he took the car to, um, to go to the track and uh, look at his son. So I think the car has been in uh, every country in Europe. Um, and yeah, that was his highway uh, cruiser <laughs> to go... Uh, <laughs> To go and see some, yeah. It's a pretty nice um, highway cruiser, that's for sure. Hey, your yeah, color is GT Silver, sure. right? It's GT Silver, not Arctic Silver. Uh, I have to look. Uh, I have to look into that. I don't know for sure. I think it's Arctic Silver. It's it? Arctic Silver. I'm not sure. I can. I can look in the, that's okay. in the map I have. Uh, they only made one silver 996. Did they? Oh, maybe the, I'm thinking the other 997. White gray, white gray. First question I. I don't know the answer. I will it's probably it is free. Arctic Silver, actually. You're probably right. It probably yeah. is Arctic Silver. Um, yeah. My 997 Carrera is Arctic Silver as well. But I just thought because I know the GT3, the 997 is, is, comes in. The 997 came in GT Silver. I mean, GT Silver is just yeah. a little bit browner than the Arctic Silver anyway. It's almost the same. It's just yeah. got a slight brown yeah. sort of tinge to it, tint to it. Philip, yeah. we're at the end. It's been great talking. I'm glad we met up. I'm glad Thank that you come on Owner's Stories. It was nice to talk to you. Yeah, it was nice to talk to you as well. Um, thanks for taking the time tonight. I know it's late. When the podcast in, in the pod when the podcast goes up, I'll, I'll put I'll share those two links. The links to your uh, mm-hmm. to your Instagram. Uh, your Instagram yeah. is and I always forget it. I don't know how I forget it. J yeah. underscore GT three. So go and follow yeah. uh, Philip on his Instagram. That's his Instagram. And then there's also the all cooled. Belgian or cool, Belgian underscore or cool underscore group, G U R D. The J stands for Jenny. I um, all my Porsches have a have a name. Oh, does I it? give them a name. Yeah, the 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 red one was Betty, and the yeah. first name of my Instagram account was Red Betty. Okay. And then the blue one was Daisy, and now the silver one is Jenny. So where does the name come from? That's not your wife's name, right? No, no, of course not. Um, <laughs> just picked it up, picked it out of a out of a list. I don't know. Are you sure? I saw the car and I thought it was <laughs> okay. So this is Jenny. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. All right, Philip. Thank you so much. Yeah. See you. All right. Thank you so much. And thank you for the chat. Thank you. All right, everyone. That's Philip coming in from Brussels in Belgium with his 2001 GT3. Uh, He's owned a few Porsches, as you heard, 996 and a 944. Um, and don't forget to go and follow him on his Instagram and on uh, check out uh, Belgian underscore or cool group. I'll put it in the description. You guys can, you'll see it there. All right, Philip, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Porsche Cool Podcast. Bye for now. <laughs>